all of them kept asking me the same question. What do I have to do to have a provider mindset man? What do I have to do to have a provider? What do I have to do to be in a healthy marriage? What do I have to do? None of them were asking the question, who do I have to be? Hello and welcome to the Carla Eli Show. I am your host, Carla Eli, and I'm here to guide women towards wisdom so they may unlock a life of abundance by mastering the feminine balance. Let's get into today's lecture. I'm going to be completely honest, I'm in the flow state right now. I've been learning so much this month. It hasn't even been two months, three months, but I do have a knowledge that I wanna share with all of you. And one of the lessons and lectures that I really, really wanna speak about today, and God has just been pouring this knowledge into my heart, is the difference between the law of attraction and the law of love. But before I can dive deep into those topics, I need us to three deep breaths because we're about to go in deep in these subjects, okay? So if you are not in a place of comfort, if you don't feel safe, if you're in school, if you're distracted, I really recommend for you to save this video for later because this conversation is a very important one and you are going to see a lot of change the moment that you start practicing these concepts that I'm about to teach you. So I'll give you guys a moment. I want all of you to remember this. Be, do, have. Be, do, have. It's a three-step process that you can apply in business, that you can apply in your personal life, that you can apply in your romantic relationships. For us to be able to understand the law of attraction and the law of love, we need to really focus on the first step, which is be. What does it mean to simply be? I can almost guarantee you that a lot of us are trying to do, 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 so we can have, 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 right? But with this three-step system teaches us is that we must understand what it means to be in flow, to be in play, be so that we may be able to do and so once we're doing, we are placed in the correct rooms, we're placed with connections, correct networking, so that we may have. So I really want us to take a moment and analyze our hearts. What is it that we so long for? Is it a relationship? Is it a job opportunity? Is it a business launch? Wherever your heart is, I really want you to think about that desire that you really, really, really want, but you don't know how to get there. Because this step, this three-step process is really going to guide you towards that project or towards that goal that you have, but in a divine way. Because in order for us to be able to have, we need to be that first. You need to be about it before you can talk about or preach about or lecture about. And give you guys a personal example. So I actually learned this method via my coach. I have my own mentor as well. And something that she kept telling me is like, Carla, you're not having fun anymore. You need to be in play. You need to be you so that you can pour into the people that God has called you to serve. And I took a step back and I said, you know what? I think I might be overworking myself. I need to be again. And my being, me flowing, my flow state is in books. I love to read. I love to do research. I'm a nerd, okay? I, I, I'm a big nerd. and But that's when I'm the happiest. That's when I get this satisfaction of life because I see it as play. I'm so into learning because I love being in student mode. That is me simply being and enjoying every single moment through that process. And if you don't know what being in play looks like, 
try to recall a past memory of when you were the happiest of when time flew by and you didn't even notice that one hour two hours three hours went by so really hone down on that moment so that you can start doing it on a daily basis even if you can't do it every day because you know we all work we all have things to do but try to incorporate it at least 30 minutes every single day and then an hour two hours and start being start enjoying life if money was not a problem what would you be doing now because a lot of the reasons why people want to work with me in the first place is so that they can attract a partner that can give them a life of ease which is completely fine but I also don't want to hinder you into believing you just need a rich man and you'll be fine. Absolutely not. That is going to lead you to doom and depression and anxiety. That's not what I'm here to teach you. What I'm here to teach you is how to build systems so that you can rest and be at ease and at peace with your partner or without a partner by yourself. Now do you see why being is super important? A lot of us get stuck on the do part. Do this. Do that so that you can have this. But no, you need to be first, right? Because it starts with the mindset. It starts with the thought process of how you view yourself and how you view your future. And I'll give you another personal example. Listen, I knew that I was going to have this life that I'm currently living in because I was being about it when I was in high school. It started very early on for me. I'm not saying that it's going to be the same for you. And let's just use the role of a wife, right? I've always wanted to be a wife. And once I got married, it's everything I've always wanted because of this reason. Started a trap. Growing up at a very young age, God placed this wisdom upon me of being an expert on relationships. So with that being said, I knew that I wanted to be married from a very, very young age, but I knew that I needed to attain the qualities to get me there. So what did I start to do? What did I start to do? What are some wife qualities, for example? A wife quality for me, it's like learning how to control your emotions and not take everything personally. Seeing the bigger picture of things. Learning how to maintain a household, aka learning how to clean, learning how to cook. I didn't learn how to cook until I was actually married. But you get the point. What does being a wife mean to you? Obviously, I'm not saying that you want to be a wife. This is just an example, right? And as I grew up, I had already attained these qualities and these characteristics. I was already being a wife, right? So when I went into the dating market, my prospects saw me as a wife because I knew where to position myself, which dates to say yes to, which prospects to actually go out on a date with. And I knew how to build a system around that because I was already thinking like a wife. So I operated in the presence of a wife. And then that led me to have to have a marriage does that make sense that's like the best example that i can that i can give in a very simple terms to not get too confusing so in order for me to be able to have marriage right i needed to be i needed to embody a wife i needed to embody the character of a wife so that i may do <laughs> so that i may do what is a do part go on dates select correct prospects um, you know, have high standards, know my worth, whatever it is, right? And by doing so, it gave me the options of which proposal to accept. And now I have a healthy marriage. A problem that I started to see within my clients, all of them kept asking me the same question. What do I have to do to have a provider mindset? Man, 
What do I have to do to have a provider? What do I have to do to be in a healthy marriage? What do I have to do? None of them were asking the question, who do I have to be? Who do I have to embody? What is it? Who does she look like? Do I already have those qualities? We need to start asking ourselves, who do we need to be? You're so focused on doing, 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 doing that you could fake the person that you're being. But when you take a step back and analyze who you're being and who you're acting and really pay attention to the embodiment that you are, you will start changing your lifestyle, the systems that you currently have in place to allow you to be that person that you were designed to be. Whatever that may look like for you. So if deep in your heart, you know that you were meant and you were designed to influence people, to speak to people's hearts, to really live a life of ease, how do you move? How do you embody that? Who do you have to become? Because I can almost guarantee you that that person who you need to become comes naturally to you. It comes naturally to you because if it wasn't natural, you wouldn't have that desire in your head. Because we don't desire things that we can't attain. I need you to realize that. You desire things that you can attain and that's why they're in your head. That's, when the, that's why you imagine them. Because you can attain them. You can have them. If you are not comfortable with me speaking about God, of me telling you the spiritual secrets, I need you to step away now. Okay? Because it's about to get spiritual. I'm about to tell you the spiritual secrets. The real, real wisdom. Okay? <laughs> difference between the law of attraction and the law of love. This is the key difference between both of these things. A lot of people right now are hungry for spirituality. Not just spirituality, but attracting whatever it is that their that their mind desires right well here's the big difference between the law of, the law of attraction and the law of love the law of attraction is a copy of the law of love by the way but there's a very key difference between both of these two that changes everything about how it works the law of attraction is meant to serve the self the law of love is to serve others. I'm gonna repeat it one more time. The law of attraction is meant to serve the self versus the law of love is meant to serve others. What do I mean by this and why is it relevant? Well, if you are a faith-based woman like myself, this is key. Because what does serving the self lead to? It leads to serving other gods. And by you serving yourself, you become your own god. This is a very key distinction between people who serve in the new age and people who serve Christianity, people who serve God, people who serve Jesus Christ. There is a big difference between the two. But man, oh man, do a lot of people like to cling on to this one because it feels good. The law of attraction might feel good temporarily, but the law of love is timeless and everlasting. I'm going to say that one more time. The law of attraction might feel good temporarily and it might satisfy you in that moment, but the law of love and the way that it operates, it is timeless and it is meant to last forever. This is why I asked you to analyze what you desire because wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The key difference between the two concepts is that the law of attraction is seeking. 
consistently seeking, consistently in the doing part. The law of love operates from the heart, operates from love. And love is everlasting. Love is timeless. Love is selfless. Love is selfless, compassionate, empathetic versus the law of attraction, which is always seeking. And if you're always seeking, what, what are you doing? What are the benefits for me? You become selfish. You become greedy. You become controlling. Servants, who are you serving when you practice the law of attraction? You serve yourself in the law of attraction, right? And you become your own God, which we know is not good if you're a faith-based woman like myself. Versus the law of love, you serve your community, you serve your purpose, and it's so much more fulfilling because you know that it's aligned with what God has called you to do. And a lot of people don't know the distinction, unfortunately. They think that they have, con that us as humans, we have control of everything, but the moment that you start putting yourself above God, the moment that you start practicing the law of attraction, anything that's outside of uh, Jesus Christ or, you know, we, we put ourselves above all of that, you start practicing witchcraft. That's what it is. And you're doing it without even knowing that you are. And it's so deceiving because they sound so similar. And don't get it twisted. If you practice the law of attraction, you're absolutely going to see the change. Oh yeah, what? You think that the enemy doesn't have power in this world? He's the prince of this world. So yeah, you're gonna see the change. Yeah, you're gonna see, you're gonna start attracting things that you desire, right? But if you wanna be in the presence of God, if you wanna be holy and pure, and you wanna be truly fulfilled and unlock a divine abundance, you need to operate from the law of love. So the key takeaway message from this is in order for us to be able to attain the dream life that we have, to attain that dream job, to launch that business and do and build systems accordingly, we need to be able to be that, to become, to embody what it is that we want to have, okay? We need to embody that. We can't be so focused on the doing part. And I remind you, if it wasn't in your nature or if it wasn't natural to you to be whatever it is that you want to have, you wouldn't have even thought about it. But because you thought about it, you imagined it, you desire it, that means that you can be that thing you so badly want. Remember that you have the ability to make a choice. Here in this show, we talk about accountability. We talk about decision-making because this year is a year of choice. You have a choice to either serve the self or serve the higher power. It's completely up to you. It's my job to lead you to want to serve the higher power. I can't tell you the amount of blessings that I've received because I've decided to serve the higher power. I've decided to serve outside of myself. I have the life of my dreams. Obviously, still in the process of attaining, <laughs> of receiving all of the all of the abundance that is yet to come, but I don't regret deciding to serve something that is bigger than me, because I understand my purpose, and understanding your purpose leads you to so much happiness. And with that being said, thank you so much for staying in. 
the show will be getting better as we get through them. I need to get more experience being on the camera for this long. All I can say for now is thank you so much for all your support. I wouldn't be here without any of you. You truly, truly give me the, the energy and the hope and the motivation to show up you all do that for me so i'm so thankful for this opportunity that you've all given me and of course i know that this is my purpose but i still have to thank all of you if it, if it weren't for you i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing so i appreciate you so so much have a beautiful week and i'll be seeing you on the next episode